This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. That's me. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Technical difficulties on the video side. It crashed on me. I have no idea why. I started the podcast initially with... Out any audio. So, you know, I was like, fuck it. We're five minutes in. Let's redo the whole fucking thing. Let me share this link real quick. Um, Let me get this link out here uh, so people can watch it. I got like fucking 10 things going live now. I don't know what's happening. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll, you know, this is why I don't like doing it live. Should have recorded it. But I want to spend time with my babies. I want to spend time with my kids. All right, listen. Uh, I talked about the Mazda stuff. I talked about all that. I really don't feel like repeating that because this is take two. I want to get into the picks. Okay, your boys had a lovely week. Been on vacation. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about the picks. It sucks that I share. Well, you know, hopefully that link still works. I shared it on a couple other media, uh, social media things. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're here. We're locked in. Up six units from last week. I, you know, I overthought this card the entire time. I'm really trying to. To try to lock in first fight of the night. I've already tried to pronounce this guy's name. We only got to the second fight, then I had to restart over. So Kennedy and Zuchukwu. I feel like I got a little better for Dong Yun Jun. Pick him fight. Um, Kennedy coming off a, a nice two dice wins. Cole Sorberg was was favored. He knocked him out, and then he beat uh ba 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 uh Marquez in the third round, which I had money on Marquez, and and Marquez is just basically a grapper. Kennedy said, "No, I got third round gas." Dong Eun Jun coming off another win of a guy I had money on. I money on William Knight. Dong Eun Jun proved that all Koreans have pretty good goddamn judo, and even though he is a stand up guy and he likes to brawl it out, he saw some holes in William Knight's game. Put him on his back and decide to pound him out. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I've already done this fight before. I'm going to go Dong Eun Jun here on my pick. I think Dong Eun Jun is the um, safer play here. It's a pick him fight. You kind of want to pick the safer plays. He's had a little more experience. I feel like he's been in there with some good guys. Even though that split draw or whatever happened to Sam Alvey, that's kind of ugly. And Kennedy's built like Sam Alvey. He's got some big strikes. Um, I can see why people love Kennedy in this spot. But I think Dong Eun Jun kind of unlocked a little bit of his game with that takedown and, and being heavy on top. So give me Dong Eun Jun. I'm sorry for running through that. I've already done that fight. This is take two. Okay. I can't, there's no prompters. There's nothing, not much written down. I can't just repeat the same shit over and over again. If someone had me do this like five times over, I'd be exhausted with, you know what I mean? Just saying the same shit over and over again. So now we're on to a new fight. Thank God that when the shit crashed, we didn't get too far. Mark DeCasey uh, versus Rafael Alves. DeCasey is minus 188. Alves plus 152. And the only thing I can describe Alves is a fucking wild man. This guy missed his first debut UFC fight by like 50 pounds. It wasn't that high, but it was pretty fucking goddamn high. Uh, came back, fought Demir Zungulov. Had a, a decent showing against a guy in Demir's 22-1. and one. Fucking absolute stud. Rocked Demir in that fight. Um, showed some holes in his game. He's 19 and 10. He's got a wild record for a reason because he's a fucking wild man. The case is coming over really good striker, pretty well-rounded. His cardio is really shaped up as well. And uh, the biggest thing about the Casey is, is that he was his fierce striker. And now he's kind of seemed like he's playing it safe a little bit. In my opinion, I feel like his technical abilities are better than Alvarez. I think both guys have fucking power. Both guys are fucking ripped up with the bodies um, in, in Alves is kind of a little bit of a laughing stock. He's a wild man. He's got some great clips outside the UFC. If you go watch tape, he's only had one fight in the UFC, but the miss weight thing is, is good 
going to be a meme for a while. And DeCasey's been a staple in the UFC. I mean, he's in the UFC game. He's got the red fucking mohawk. Um, you know, he fought a really tough guy uh, fight against Rafael Fazeev his last time out. Good striker. He showed some pretty good. Um, he showed some pretty good durability. He got beat up to the body a little bit, and, and he showed some heart here. I don't know why, but I'm going to go Alves. I like the wild man in this. I like the wild man at plus 152. And not only do I like him, I kind of love him here, man. We need more dogs. That's my dog pick, baby. I feel I have as plus 152. I just, you know what? There's not a great reasoning behind this, if I'm being honest with you. I don't like, a t- I don't love a ton of unders on here. Um, and Alves is a guy who, DeCasey, to me, hasn't really proved himself in the OFC at this point. Has shown to have some lackluster performances. Alves, I thought, looked pretty good against a really fucking tough guy. He, this is going to be his 30th MMA fight. Um, I think he has a little bit more ways to win. DeCasey has shown that this has some really good takedown offense as of late. His cardio has really held up. The biggest issue was is, is his, his stand-up. Again, I think he's hesitant. I think he's a little gun-shy. I think Alves' wild man ability is going to draw out of him, and that could play into Casey's hands. Or Alves could take over with his style, which I think is what's going to happen. I hope this is going to happen. But uh, plus 152, that's my dog lock, baby. Plus 152, give me wild man Alves. What is his nickname? Because his nickname should be Wildman. It, it better be Wildman in like Portuguese or something. What is it? The Turn. The Turn? Um, I mean, I guess you could make like a wild turn. So maybe it's like not so on the nose like Wildman. Maybe they're like, hey, let's call him The Turn. It's not even a Portuguese. It's just English. It's Rafael The Turn Alves. Um, let's workshop that nickname, Alves. Let's workshop that nickname, buddy. Um, I, I, I would like to see maybe a better nickname out there. Okay, next up, Courtney Casey, minus 245 versus... <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting, it's getting a little hot in here for, for your boy. Uh, Liana Jojua, plus 194. Uh, Jojua is currently my number two. Uh, Mackenzie Dern, Queen Mackenzie's number one. Jojua, um, she kills it. Okay, Queen Jojua kills it. Now, um, plus 184 is steep, right? Courtney Casey's 9-9, but she's fucking fought everybody. She's tough. She's durable. She's well-rounded. We get it, Kate Courtney. You're fucking good. Jojua, uh, you know, she's had a loss with a cut on the nose, and, and she's had a couple experiences. Her stand-up's not great. She's got a fucking killer arm bar. Hasn't been around that long. She's 8-4. and four. Her record's not great, but man, just look at her. Man, just look at you know what I mean. Someone said today I saw on Twitter that she's a four, and that her her her, her bazumbas, her ladies, her 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 you know bazans up front make her a six. If you think I don't care if she had no tits, if you think she's a four, I mean some guys are really crazy about like big noses. I don't care, but listen, let's break down the fight. This is gonna be a dick pick, okay? You know what I mean? Not what you think. This is just me picking with my weenus, my weenus, my penis. It's going to be Liana Jojua all the way. Uh, plus 194. I'm, I'm hoping she can get an arm bar here uh, or something. I'm not confident. Courtney Casey isn't a killer finisher. She's decent on the ground, but she's been submitted before. Jojua is good off her back. She left Georgia. I believe she went to Long Island for a little bit and then ended her training camp or most of her training camp has been in Vegas, which is good. She's getting new bodies, getting new looks. There's, there's a million fighters over in Vegas that are they're giving her good looks. Um, and her armbar game is, is, is what, I mean, she's basically Ronda Rousey, just not as good, right? She just has an armbar. 
Uh, is Courtney Casey going to fall for it? I fucking hope so, because this is a fight that I'm probably going to play. It's plus 194, 99 Courtney Casey, even though she has fought the better competition. You know what I mean? She shouldn't be this big of a favorite. That's people thinking that Jojua stinks. I think she's a specialist. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go Jojua plus 184. The only reason I'm going her is because, you know, I respect the game. The integrity of the picks is the only reason why. It has nothing to do with anything else. My buzz cut's growing out. I need to get this fucking cut. My wife is the best hairstylist in Cincinnati, and I can't get a fucking haircut for free anymore. <laughs> We're going to need to change that. Next up, uh, Colin England, plus 245 versus Sean Woodson, minus 320. Sean Woodson resembles and is built like Timbo, part of this podcast, Tim Mitchell, Temptatious 10, bet the best three. Christian uh, photoshopped Tim's head on his body last weekend. It was very funny. I wish I would have done it now. I didn't want to steal his bit. I didn't want to steal his bit, but very good. Uh, um, Sean Woodson, just a long, tall, skinny, rangy guy at 145. I, Whenever he fights, I get terrified because I'm waiting for something to break, right? He's so skinny. I can deal with blood. I can deal with cuts. I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? I get squeamish when shit breaks, right? Leg breaks. And there was a guy, Corey Hill, RIP, fought in the ultimate fighter. He was fucking 6'10", not really. He was tall, though. How was tall Sean Woodson? I think Sean Woodson's 6'3", right? 6'2", but at 145, you look at foot tall. But Corey, I think Corey Hill was 6'5", fought at 155, was just nothing but skinny belts. He broke his leg, throwing a kick, snapped it outside the UFC. I think it was outside the UFC. It might have been in the UFC, was it? Either way, he died, uh, RIP Corey Hill. So every time I see these long, skinny guys, I get I get a little tight, the old stomach here. Uh, Colin Anglin coming off the Contender Series. Then he, <clears throat> excuse me, then he got in there and just got his head knocked around um, by Melsic Bogdasarian. Uh, Colin's a tough dude. He comes forward, but what does he have besides being tough? Oh, you're tough? Cool. Um, is your stand-up great? No. Is your wrestling good? It's okay. He's a jack-of-all-trades, but he's not that good. I mean, you got to be good at everything MMA, but he's just not good at everything, I, in my opinion. I think I think mentally and cardio, and he comes from a good camp, He and he's young, so he could make leaps and bounds here. The, the issue I have with this fight is the line, right? So I'm on Woodson. There's no, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm on Sean Woodson here. Um, there, there's no doubt about it, but the line's crazy. Minus 320 is, is not. Sean Woodson looked like complete dog shit against Julian Arosa on short notice. Uzi Salah, his last time out, he looked just average, looked like he's going in for a win. This guy's a lot of tools. He looked great on the contender series. He knocks out Ter- uh, Ter- he knocked out Terrence McKinney, right? Am, am I taking crazy pills? Or he knocked out, yeah. Yeah, he walked, knocked out. Terrence McKinney fights in the UFC. Quickest knockout at 155. This dude knocked him out with a flying knee. Great story. You know, his, his, his pops passed away. And uh, when they remember they run the promo, the consensus series, they got me, you know, pulled on me a little bit. But uh, I think he's skilled. I think he's talented. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm developing a cough all of a sudden. But, yeah, I think he's skilled. I think he's talented. But what shows up? We don't know what he shows up. And when you're giving me a price of minus 320, I don't like betting who shows up and what kind shows up. Colin Anglin, again, a guy I kind of shit on him a little bit. I don't think he's great at everything or anything. But he's there. 
right? And he could be there till the third round. Is is Woodson going to gas? This is a big weight cut. He's in the awkward body. His fucking leg might snap. This is going to be a pass for me. I'm not going to bet this fight solely based on the line. I think Shaw Woodson is a talented guy. I'm excited about him. That Terrence McKinney win just keeps getting better. But um, the line scares me off. It terrifies me. It fucking terrifies me. I can't do it. I can't do the line, so I won't do the line. But the pick is Sean Woodson. Next up, Miguel. But my so my card's a little different than Tapology. Looks like they're mixing some things around here. So they they took my advice. They moved Miguel Baez over his uh, Chaos Williams up the card, which is what they should have done. Uh, Tiago Moises, Joel Alvarez, or Miguel Baez and Chaos Williams should be the co-main event. Uh, the co-main event's completely weak. But listen, I, this is what it's got on my card. This is how I got it set up, so we're running with it. I love this fight. Favorite fight of the night. Miguel Baez of minus 144 versus Chaos Williams plus 118. So this is a tale of two fights, right? You know, I've, I've been watching a lot of YouTube cappers, and, 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 and I listen to everything, the people that are in, in this space. I'm, you know, how, how do I get better? There's so many fucking people that just break down numbers. While 60% of the time, Miguel Baez lands his right leg, and then 74% of the time, he lands his left leg. So I'm going to be concentrating. Let's shut the fuck up, man. Like, that's boring. You're going to put me to sleep. Like, give a stat, but don't go crazy with it. Some people like that, though. Some fucking people like that. I don't like it. I can't fucking stand it. Timmy Mitchell, Timbo in the chat. Let's get it. Let's go. Uh, I just did your fight, Timbo. Uh, I picked you to win. I picked you to win. But this fight's a tale of two fights here. Miguel Baez is by far the more technical fighter. I think he's the more well-rounded fighter. I think he his striking's better. But Chaos Williams is fucking nails. Chaos Williams has big, big power. And Chaos Williams has a good chin. And it's certainly to be a, have good cardio. Miguel Baez slowed down the Santiago Pontinibio fight. Pontinibio is a fucking high-level dude, but... Baez is like, I'm going to get him out of their leg kicks. I'm going to throw these calf kicks. I'm going to hurt him. Well, that they didn't hurt him. I mean, they hurt him, but they didn't stop him. Ponsonibo came forward, and Baez, Baez faded. Um, Chaos Williams has a win over Matt Sullenberger. It was a very close win, but his last loss was Michelle Pereira. Tough fight. He landed some big shots on Pereira, and Pereira's fucking nails, too. The guy, I know he dances a lot. You know, he does this walking out, and he does a million fucking backflips. But uh, the guy's le- legit, and Chaos Williams is a guy who I got my on. He's he's built like a shit ton of bricks. Has anybody ever said that before? And uh, the dude's got fucking power. He's got power. And Baeza has been rocked before. Matt Brown almost put him out of there. Ponsonibu had him on skates. Um, the longer this fight goes, the worse it is for Williams. But when you're giving me a plus number on a power like this, I know it's not like a, you know, everyone says it's a puncher's chance and all this shit like that. I, you know, I, I don't know if that's true. But I think Chaos Williams... This is one of those weird MMA fights, man, where Baeza has everything in his corner. He's better on the ground. He has good submissions. He is the touted prospect coming from the contender series. He has better striking. The only thing he doesn't have is maybe that little bit of savage that Chaos has. He doesn't have the power. He has power, but he doesn't have Chaos power. With that being said, I'm going to go dog here. I'm going to go Chaos Williams. Um, I, I, I like this play. I like this play. If, if I'm going to play it, it's going to be Williams by finish. That's the only way I see him winning. Um, I really can't see him knocking around Baez over three rounds without getting him out of there. I think he's going to get him out of there. Chaos fought a little uh, cautious in the Pereira fight, which which I think cost him. Pereira is a wild fucking man. But in this fight, I, I'm hoping that he fucking just, just goes out there 
and destroys him and, and just walks forward with that power because Beza is going to chip away at your leg. He's going to maybe try to get you down. <clears throat> Dan Martin chimes in. I like that pick, Bay, and he does get hit a lot. Dan Martin is 100% right. Beza gets hit a lot. He's been dropped by lesser guys with, with less power. The only thing is Williams can't be shot. He can't be trying to read everything, right? Because then he's going to get his leg chewed up, and then he's going to be down, down two rounds. Now, he can he can find him in the third, but I'm worried about that leg kick. I'm worried about the length of Baeza, but Williams does have some big, big fucking power, uh, and William, and Baeza gets hit, and he has proven to get hit and get hurt by, by getting hit as well. So give me fucking chaos, Williams. I love the chaos. Let's go. Cynthia Calvillo, minus 122 versus Andrew Lee, plus 100. Um, interesting fight here. This fight was spoiler was going to be on the slime ball parlay. I took it off <clears throat> for the reason that Cynthia Calvillo and Andrew Lee, all they do is fight to decisions, right? I read this as all day, Cynthia Calvillo. And that's my pick. I'm not, I'm not swaying for my pick. My pick is going to be Cynthia Calvillo. I think she has better wrestling. I think she is been in there with, with some of the best in the world. She's coming off a loss. She's taking this on short notice. But Angela Lee has just never really made that turn, right? She was very respected, touted coming into the UFC, and she just hasn't really done it yet. Yeah, she can beat Antonio Sochenko. Big fucking whoop. Her takedown offense is garbage. She can get up, and she likes to scramble, but I just don't know if if, if she's there. Um, people are taking Lee at this plus money. It was a pick em. I see money coming out on Calvillo as well. But this, to me, when I read this first, this was a layup for Calvillo for me. Calvillo does have good wrestling. She does have good striking. She doesn't slow down. 125 is a great weight class for her. Um, hopefully, she doesn't miss weight. I know she has weight issues, but 125, I think, is perfect for her. So, this is... Uh, <clears throat> but it scares me because I don't want a slime ball pick, a parlay piece that I'm putting 1.5 units on, 150 bucks. I don't want that to go down to a fight that a judge can get wrong. Now, all these fights can obviously go to the decision. But this is a fight where I would bet the prop it goes to the decision. And it's probably minus 800, whatever it is. Bet your fucking life on it. No way these girls are finishing each other. Calvillo seemed pissed to get finished by Andras. She's a, 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 a ferocious fighter. She's got a great record. She's been in there with some good girls. I think it's Calvillo all the way. This is almost my mortal lock. This is almost on my slime ball. Again, I've had all week to overthink it. So I overthought it. I had to take her off. But I'm still very confident in Calvillo. I'm good at better straight up because I think that price is, is really, really good. But, man, I, I just I just don't trust the judges. I know it's in Vegas. It's nothing crazy. But, man, crazier decisions have happened. And I don't want to be on the fucking wrong end of it. I just had a great week last week. I need to be sharp. I need to be sharp. And and, and, and I'm, I'm playing like a sharp. I'm picking like a sharp. Next up, Tiago Moises, minus 260 versus Joel Alvarez, plus 205. Probably my second favorite fight on the card. First favorite is uh, Baeza and Williams. This is my second, and then the main event's my third. I just, you know, we'll get to the main event. I mean, I, listen, I love Max. It has nothing to do with Max. But anyway, this is a tough fight. This I'm a, I'm I hit Tiago Moises on plus eight fifty probably one of the only props I ever fucking won. Uh, even though I did win a prop last week to really end my skid, but yeah, I'm not a huge prop guy. My prop record is terrible. But eight fifty Moises to beat Bobby Green by decision, kind of the easiest money I ever made. He's a durable guy. He's a durable tough dude. He went four rounds with Islam his last time out. He got in there with that fucking savage and he looked pretty good. He got finished. The only time he's ever been submitted 
Was it the only time he's ever been finished? <clears throat> I'm sorry about this coughing, guys. The audio is probably terrible, but I don't know what came over me. Oh, right, yeah. So it's the only time he's ever been finished was Islam. He's a high-level black belt, and he got choked up by Islam. That's the kind of level Islam's at. Joel Alvarez comes in. This is a guy that I've shitted on quite a bit. Huge for 155. 18-2 record. Great submissions. Long for the vision. Shown some good heart. Has come back in fights. You know, he hasn't he hasn't fought since 2020. He had two fights in 2020. Alexander Yakolev, who's a Russian rapper. Guy spits bars in fucking Russian. Uh, Joe Duffy, who was, I think, retired after the fight, maybe. And then uh, Daniela Bolado, who I don't know. And then he made his UFC debut against Demir Uzumagulov, and he lost. So that's no big deal there. Tiago's fought the better competition. That, that that goes without saying. But a lot of people are high on Alvarez. They think this kid is slick off his back, and he 100% is. But in that Joe Duffy fight, he was getting, he was getting touched a little bit. right? He's getting touched up a little bit on the feet. For being as big as he is, he's been away for just a little bit, so maybe he has made improvements. His size, I think, is going to be a problem for Tiago. But I think Tiago, <clears throat> again, I, I don't know what this coughing is, COVID. Um, I think Tiago is is the better fighter here. I think he's a little more well-rounded. I think he gets the fight to the ground. I think he is better standing. I think he's a little bit more durable. He's obviously fought the better competition, but minus 260 doesn't scare me off, right? It, it shouldn't scare you off if you have a bankroll. It is a little high. Alvarez, though, at plus 205 is kind of an underdog dream because this guy can catch a submission anywhere. But Tiago Moises, high-level black belt, young kid, was on a nice little streak, coming off a submission loss to Islam, to anybody, but coming off a submission loss to Islam, this guy's not getting tapped again. He's just not. He's angry right now. He's pissed off. He's embarrassed, right? Um, I know, I, I know, I don't know him personally, but I know that's how he's feeling. He's striking scrappy. He's not great as scrappy. Got to worry about Alvarez on the feet with his length, but I don't think he's a huge threat. Obviously, I think this fight's going to be one to play down on the ground. I think Moises was going to keep it up eventually. Alvarez, I think, is going to fade. That weight cut, it, it, it's big. It's big on him. He's a big boy at 155. He's tall. He's wide. So I think the longer this goes, the better it favors Tiago. I like this play at minus 260. I don't love it. I like it, but my pick is going to be Tiago, um, and it's a great fight. Next up, Julio Arce, plus 120 versus Song Yedong. Song Yedong, the best name in MMA. I've said it every time he fights. The best name in MMA, Song Yedong. Hang on, let me check. Uh, um great fight Julio Arce is a guy that a lot of people like he was he was he was hot for a while hot in the streets as the kids say um you know he's going on all these wins and he had a split decision loss to Shaman Rice who's no longer with the promotion then he came back and beat knocked out Julian Rose in a three-round war then he lost to Kim Daladun then he knocked out Andre Yule kind of up and down up and down but now <clears throat> but he's smooth he's slick he's got good striking a little bit of a chin issue but he is smooth in there Song Yudong is just a guy that's just gonna come for Song Yudong is like hey, okay cool 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 so you want me to fight a decision? Okay, that's cool. You want me to win or lose a close decision? Yeah, that's that's the name of the game. Song his highlight is him knocking out. I think it was who was it? Some was it Reyes or somebody? Him knocking out someone with a giant right hand. That's his only highlight. He's a high level fighter. He's a young kid coming out of Alpha Male. But that's his only highlight. Is that one fucking knockout? We need to get. This guy has some more highlights. I don't know if it's going to happen in this fight. This fight was by far the hardest fight for me to pick. I'm staying away from this on a betting perspective. I think the best play would fight goes to decision. I mean, that's going to be the best play. Even though I think Arce has been touched before, he's been hurt before. I think the biggest issue 
is Song just isn't the striker and doesn't have the power that we all think he does. I think he has a great chin. I think he's going to be able to take Arce's uh, best shot. I think the, the wrestling, the grappling is going to be interesting. I don't know who's going to have the upper hand. With that being said, I'm going to go chalk. I'm going to go minus 140. I'm going to go Song Yudong here. Um, simply because of the name. I mean, the name is so fucking money that how can I not not take Song Yudong? But no, I just think it's going to come really close. It's going to go to the decision, and, and Song Yudong loves those decision fights. And uh, it, it's probably worth a shot taking the fucking underdog here, if, if I'm being honest with you, because it's going to go to the decision. And, and this is a live betting situation as well. You can see how it goes going into that third round or whatever, because I, I think it's going to be a close fight. But yeah, give me Song Yudong. Don't love it. Not going to bet it. I'm going to pass on it, but that's my pick. <clears throat> I swear to God, I haven't coughed once today. I haven't coughed one goddamn time today, and all of a sudden, I'm fucking over here like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia, coughing up a storm. What the fuck's going on? All right, Felicia Spencer, minus 300. This line has grown to uh, Leah Letson, plus 235. Now, you know me, guys. I'm I'm tuned in to the MMA world. I follow these fighters. I do pick-ems every week. I watch every event. Prelims top to bottom, post-fight shows. I listen to the podcast. I'm tuned in. Who the fuck is Leah Letson was what I said to myself. I said, who the fuck is Leah Letson? I see the picture. Okay, she's on the Ultimate Fighter. Has she fought in the UFC and and, and snuck by me or something like that? Kind of. Yeah, she fought Julia Storlenko, won a split decision three years ago. Three fucking years ago, came out to the Ultimate Fighter, lost to uh, Macy Shazan, won on the Ultimate Fighter, lost to Macy Shazan, beat Julia Storlenko by split decision. By the way, Storlenko is, is is awful. She's terrible. But three years ago, and I, I was a little upset. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? It goes without saying I'm taking Felicia Spencer here. Listen, I was impressed with Felicia Spencer's loss. Right, her loss to Cyborg, I believe. Right, was it Cyborg or was it Nunes? Who did she? Who did she? Both. They she she took a decision of both. Um, she has a stop over Sarah Vam uh, round one. Got thrown in the woods because there's not many girls at 155. But you know she took a beating from Cyborg. Was there? Took a beating from Nunes. Was there? Nunes like raised her hand. Uh, she showed her toughness, but toughness isn't only going to get you so far. You got to show some skill. She's a better grappler. Don't know why Norma DeMont fights. She didn't try to grapple. She tried to strike where there's a split decision loss. Norma DeMont is a good fighter. Um, Leah Letson, though, I looked up some tape on over what I could find because I said, who the fuck is this? Are they just pulling bitches off the street? Who the fuck is this? Uh, you know, she wants to keep the fight standing. She's kind of all over the place. Doesn't really have the best really anything. She's just your average kind of fighter that just is still somehow in contact with the UFC. I think this line should be wider. I think people maybe are doubting Spencer because she only has one win in the UFC. I get that. Minus 300, three to one favorite. And, and I said it's growing. It's still quite of a big line, but I think this should be a 500, 600 favorite for Spencer. Um, it really depends, obviously, what Spencer shows up to. Spencer comes in and wrestles like she did against uh, uh, Sarah. And just dominates on top, ground and pound, maybe a submission. That's what she needs to do. Uh, Leah Letts, and I think this, I, I, I see finish written all over this. Um, and, and, and I'm all over Spencer here. And so much so that she, she's going to unlock her up. I love that little, let me know. I locked her up. That's my modal lock of the car. Felicia Spencer, I know she's a little high. Might be a chalky bitch move out there because, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I just think she should be higher. I think even at 3-1, to one, she's, a, she's a steal here. 
Not just saying, because I don't know who Leah Letson is. Like I said, I went back and did my due diligence. I got time on my hands. I went back and watched her fights. And unless she has got exponentially better in three years, which I'm sure she's made improvements, but I'm also sure some of those three years, the reason she was out of the USC was because she was hurt. So I don't know how much improvement she can be made. I like Felicia Spencer here big. I see a finish happening. Um, and, and I see it get ugly quick. Come in event. Oh, I hate even saying that. I hate even fucking saying that about this fight. This is the co-main event. Disgusting. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. I think this this is just this is just an awful co-main event. Ben Rothwell minus one fifty eight versus Marcos Rodrigo de Lima plus one twenty eight. Um, you know, I almost consulted Christian on this one. I really had no opinion most of the week on this fight, and then I really kind of. So, you know, obviously people were sharing DeLima's record. It's win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. All his wins are guys from outside the OC. Rothwell's coming off a nice little win. He's been around for fucking a million years, yada, yada, yada. And then I just said, whoa, because I guess there's something in my brain that says fade Ben Rothwell. Don't take him. Because I don't think I ever bet him. I always pick against him. Well, I'm not on that train. I'm taking Ben Rothwell here. DeLima's a quitter. We've seen him quit before. His game right now is he's going to blitz you with big strikes. And then if those don't land, then he's going to try to take you down. I just don't see Ben Rothwell getting taken down. <clears throat> I see Ben Rothwell maybe taking some good shots and fucking eating them like cereal because the guy's got a great chin. He's much bigger than DeLima. I see Rothwell getting this fight to the ground. I see Rothwell possibly finishing this fight either on the feet or on the ground. The Lima has a way to find a way out of there. And, you know, that's just, it, it, it's just the truth. I mean, the guy's a quitter. He's quit before. Um, I'm glad I didn't consult Christian because this would have been a Christian pick. I used my own brain and open it up and, and, and remove that block that was there to block anytime I want to choose Ben Rothwell. So I'm glad I did that because this is a fucking layup. Ben Rothwell is going to smoke this guy. The Lima has maybe two or three minutes in that first round and that's it. Even if he gets Rothwell down, it's not going to be him just hammering people like he's done in the past. Rothwell is in the veteran. He can get up off his back. Cardio is obviously the big issue for both these guys. I pray it doesn't go three rounds because what a fucking slot fest. That would be if this went three rounds. Please don't go three rounds. But Rothwell's the pick. It's it's a quite easy one. Hopefully Christian, the heavyweight whisperer, does not... You're going to regret not consulting me. Oh, fuck. That that playboy's in the chat. Christian, please, please. Who are you picking in that fight? I was just going to say, I think it's a layoff for Rothwell. Christian is the fucking heavyweight whisperer. So, uh-oh, I got kids outside my door. I don't know if you hear that. Children outside my door. So, I'll let Christian answer that, and we'll get to the main event here. Max Holloway, the lines moved. I got these yesterday. 650. He's now 850. Minus 850 versus uh, Yair Rodriguez plus 440. Um, I, I don't really love this main event. I love watching Max fight. I love watching the fight. He's one of the best in the world. He's an incredible talent. Uh, his fight with Calvin Cater is unbelievable. I rewatched that again this week, obviously preparing. Yair hasn't been in there in a while. I forget about this guy sometimes. Uh Okay, I'm leaning Big Ben, not an official play yet. Okay, good. So the heavyweight whisperer is leading Big Ben Rothwell. Okay, that makes me sleep well at night. That's going to make me sleep well at night. Anyway, Max Holloway is an 8-1 to favorite here. It's crazy. 
Um, I hate the line, but it's right. Max Holloway, you put him in there with any striker not named Alexander Volkanovsky, he's going to win, right? Yeah, Rodriguez does not have any ground game. There's no way he can mix anything up like Volkanovsky. He doesn't have the best footwork. He's fancy with his kicks. He can get a little wild in there. His hands are just average. He's hittable. He's been away for a little bit. He didn't fight at all during COVID. I'm pretty sure his last win was Jeremy Stevens. Am, am I correct on that? Yeah, Jeremy Stevens back in 2019 decision. That was after the eye poke. Um, here, Jeremy Stevens bad to the body with, with some some knees and stuff. He's obviously got that Hail Mary elbow over Korean Zombie, which everyone loves. Listen, the guy is a good striker for sure. And this is, is Max is the best boxer in the UFC. I love his quote this uh, week saying, I'm not an elevator diva. I am, uh, you know, I, I could have stayed and waited for the Volkanovski fight. I want the fight. Because everyone's questioning, like, why the fuck are you taking this fight? Like, Yair doesn't deserve this. And this is really, Yair thinks he's a bigger star than he is. That's why he's, he's turned down so many fights before. And he's like, fuck it, I'll take the Max fight. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is something, um, yeah, this is an easy one. Uh, the Vegas has his right on. People are steaming Max. He's probably going to close like his 1,000 favorite, which is just upsetting to me because he's in my slime ball parlay. Spoiler alert. I'm going to show the graphic next. But Max all day, I, I really don't see a world where Yair can win this fight. Max hasn't beat standing. Max has shown that some pretty good takedown defense. Max is pretty good on top. If you watch the Josie Aldo fights, if it goes there. Cardio, both guys never really seem to have a problem with cardio, but I think Max has better cardio. Max looks to be really leaned out and in great shape for this fight as well. Um, and, and I just think he's on another planet. Max is, is a guy that I faded in the past. Not going to fade now. Yeah, yeah, Rodriguez. He's got some flashy kicks and some knockouts over some good guys, but I just think Holloway's just a different animal. I don't think he's going to fall for that. I don't think he's going to overextend on anything where he's going to get caught. I think he's going to be, uh, you know, aware of the strikes to the body, to the head, the kicks that yeah, year's got, the, you know, the explosiveness, and he's just going to put a pace and a boxing pace. And I see a finish too. And not only that, I mean, this is, this is my send him home, send him home, send him home early, get him out of there. Max. I like Max to send him home. I think it's going to be, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The over is probably set at three and a half. I like the over and I like Max winning late. I think he's just eventually going to wear on, on, uh, Robbie, you guys get that finish. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a max finish. I mean, I know he finished, um, so who we got? Yeah, a Calvin Cater decision, Volkanovski both split, Frank Yeager split, Poirier decision, loss, Ortega stoppage in the fourth round, but a real max finish was back-to-back fights with uh, Jose Aldo. Getting back to the old max, before that he was finishing guys like you know Anthony Pettis and, and so forth. So give me max by finish. That's the play. Um, yeah, so that's the card. That is the card. It's not... The past two weeks, it's not the blockbusters. I think there's some plays here. And one of the biggest plays is my slime ball parlay. Let's take a look at it now. Boom, boom, boom. So we got Max Holloway at minus 850. We got Felicia Spencer at minus 310. And Ben Rothwell at minus 154. These are all current. I made this graphic right before we hopped on. This is all from Fandle. 1.5 units at plus 141. You get a plus number with Max Holloway in there at 8 to 1. And now I said before... Cynthia Calvillo was going to be on this list. I have since moved her off. A slime ball parlay is just a base for you guys. I know there's Cody Saftik. He goes out there and he builds his parlays for you. Gives you guys top ticket. I'm not, I'm not ripping off his stick or whatever. I think the guy's fantastic. He's the best handicapper going right now. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Guy's fantastic. But this is just a base. 
feel free to build on to this. I, these are my three plays that I think you can't go wrong with. I think these are the three that you can't go wrong with. I'm looking for a big night. I don't know how many plays I'm going to do. I think there's two props I'm going to play, maybe two single bets, and then this parlay, uh, or two straight bets, I should say, money line. But other than that, I, I don't think I'm going to go all in. Next week's card's pretty good. Some fights are falling out. But, uh, yeah, we got we got to the end of the year. I'm trying to go up, 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 be up at the end of the year. December 11th is right around the corner. That card is fucking stacked, even though we just lost one. December 18th is looking like to be a fucking fantastic card, too. Merry fucking Christmas to me. All right, that's it. That's the show, boys. Um, Thank you for staying with me with the technical difficulties. Thank you for staying with me with the coughing. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but I'm going to fix all of it. The coughing's going to get away here soon. I don't know why it keeps crapping out every time we fucking stream to YouTube. But that's it. That's the show. Follow me on MMA Takes Podcast on Twitter. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that fucking subscribe button. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review. That helps. That helps. That helps. Uh, And that's it. That's the motherfucking show. Tweet me, MMA Takes Podcast. Tell me, uh, tell me your picks, and we'll. And if you disagree with me, I'll tell you why you're wrong. What do you think about that? All right, I'll see you. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! 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 Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, pal, we don't want you. Come on, motherfucker, back. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's real good. The name is Dalton.